0: December what the fudge man how is it December already it's craziness man time has flown so quick this year I think I need to get me Bernard's watch <laughs> that should help me I'm sure I can find it on Amazon they sell everything else um, <laughs> but yeah man already in December final month of the year Christmas coming up real quick how's everybody doing how are we all doing? How are we? Hope you guys have had a good week. Mad week, mad weekend actually in sports, or actually a week and a crazy week in in the sporting world. Um, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, what a fight that was! I'm going to talk a little bit about that later on. Uh, Arsenal, Tottenham, probably, probably the game of the year so far, or the game of the season. That was wow, one hell of a game that was, man. Enjoyed that a lot. Um, Liverpool, Everton, what what was Jordan Pickford doing with his life, man? What was he doing with his life? Um, Yeah, man. So, loads of things have happened this week in the world of sports. Um, Last week, we had a bit of a chat about tanking, whether it's the right thing to do. Uh, We're talking about NFL teams and NBA teams and discussing uh, why they would tank, whether it is good... In the long run um or just or is it just is it just giving up in some people's eyes i think the feedback i got a lot of you a lot a lot of you thought that um tanking although it might be a good idea in the long run maybe for the here and now probably wasn't the best to like boost morale especially if you're part of a team which is quite a good point um and if you're not giving effort then what if you're not giving effort at the the time that is needed the most then What's to say you'll do it when everything is going okay? Um, So that was pretty interesting. So I like that feedback. I did like that feedback. Um, So what are we going to be talking about in today's podcast, episode 14? Uh, We're going to have a little chat about the festive period of football, like uh, during Christmas and and New Year's. Obviously, uh, the Premier League is the only major league that really does it. Everybody else has a little bit of a break. Um, So we're going to be talking about what you guys think about that or what I think about that. Um, Whether it does affect kind of the English players when it comes to the big tournaments uh, during the summer. Um, And what we can look forward to next year when they do actually have a little break. Uh, But we'll get into that a bit later on. Um, And as always, shout out of the week. A couple of those honourable mentions. Um, And then stuff part or the randomness part of the show something a little bit different Uh, we're going to continue on our coffee our festive coffee uh, review as we headed over to Starbucks Uh, picked up one from there today Um, and a few other things actually in that part so it should be good it should definitely be good Um, all right so before we get into the main part of the show. Let's just have a little chat about the Arsenal Tottenham game, shall we? That was a wow, that was a great game man. Never saw that happening. Arsenal are on fire mate. Honestly, that's some of the best football I've seen Arsenal play in a while. And not only the football, but the little scuff as well that they had. Players going at each other. Love that man. I do love a bit of that. Too much of this friendly friendly stuff man. Or high fiving the opponents and whatnot. not that's madness man. Gets stuck in. It's a derby like it I like it even I think it was Lichtensteiner that started it off as well and he's just got here so fair play to the guy well done mate um what else is happening this week of sports um Man United looking boring as ever well I can't really say they're boring they're just a poor team now because they were down 2-0 I think it was on the week on the weekend came back to draw (laughs) 2-2 to Southampton who then, their manager, Mark Hughes, got sacked today. Um, So, yeah, I can't really say they're boring. They're just a disappointment in every shape and form. Um, Obviously, the boxing this weekend, that was awesome. That was was terrific. It was a great fight, a great fight between the two. Tyson Fury, man. This guy has definitely, definitely got something about him. Like his intelligence, his defense was just sublime, man. I think Deontay Wilder was swinging all, like like his name says, wild, man. He was throwing punches left, right, up, down, everywhere you could think of and you just couldn't connect with, well, apart from the two that knocked him down. But the early parts of the fight, Wilder was just missing everything. That guy couldn't even hit a barn door if he tried at, at that point of the fight. But fair play to him, man. He's got that one-punch power. That KO power, and he used it. Definitely used it. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the memes, or pretty jokes, man. Uh, I think there's one. Uh, Tyson Fury, the second knockdown in the twelfth round, where he caught him with, caught him with two huge shots, man. Tyson Fury went down. I thought it was over. Like everyone else, I thought it was over. Um, and then he got back up, continued the fight. He should have won it just for that. By the way. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of good memes uh, Tyson Fury and The Undertaker <laughs> You know, The Undertaker just sits up After you think it's over <laughs> There's a couple of good ones of that uh, So check them out if you can uh, But yeah, man, it was a great, great weekend of sports um, Over the pond in America What else have we been going down there? Uh, Mike McCarthy, the Green Bay Packers coach Lost his job after 13 years uh, They have had an atrocious season um, So Not really a surprise there. Um, The Chicago Bulls lost their head coach as well. Again, they've had a poor start to the season. So, not too much of a surprise there. So, a couple of guys got fired this weekend. Um, But, yeah, man. It's been a good week of sports, nevertheless. What I do actually want to point out is how good BT Sport coverage has been recently. I mean obviously with the Tyson Fury and Wilder fight that was great but the stuff they've done around it man like the insight you could get into these two fighters a lot of it's on YouTube so check it out uh, just type in BT Sport and I'm sure you'll find it scroll down and find it a lot of the stuff was was pretty good they uh, did like this uh, well Showtime actually the American company have like an all access thing where they do like a couple of episodes I think they're like half an hour each take you behind the scenes before the fight and whatnot. not um, but BT Sport did a great job I thought of everyday just putting up something like a little 9 minute, 10 minute clip uh, just to get a bit more of an insight into what goes on into in, in fight week and like all the press conferences and stuff that they have to do um, the weigh in obviously um, the pre, pre-fight pre press conference the post-fight press conference as well um, so shout out to BT Sportman stepping up their coverage very impressed with that um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was very impressed with that liked it, I liked it a lot Um, But yeah, that was was pretty much everything that went down All the major events in the sporting world this week Uh, Can I think of anything else? There probably is, if I missed it, let me know Um, But yeah, a good week of sport, man A good way to start December Loads of things to talk about Alright, so the next part of the show We are going to be looking at the festive period of football Uh, What's going on with that? what it means to us as like Premier League fans and how it's perceived around the world. All right, see you in a bit. you like that i know you like that get yourself in that festive spirit man christmas is around the corner Do i change it up a little bit there for you guys speaking of christmas i was thinking about christmas trees actually like what is the right date to put it up is it at the start of december or is it like i don't know like a week or, or two before christmas like is there a specific date even or can you just throw it up whenever because I need to do that but yeah man I thought that little jingle there would get you guys in a bit more of the Christmas spirit alright so back on topic so the so the winter break so I I thought this was a a good conversation to have because it's quite a unique thing to the Premier League and I think it's something that gets gets overlooked a lot Uh, obviously none of the other major leagues have any football over the festive period um and I thought that it's quite, it's quite good because obviously it gives us something to watch <laughs> uh, on Boxing Day, I think New Year's Day as well. Um, so yeah, that's, it's pretty good in that sense. But I also think that this kind of this period of football during December when you have like a ton of games one after the other, one after the other for most of the top clubs, um, it's quite a good indicator of where your team might end up uh, when it's all said and done. Uh, Because I think it takes a lot out of the out of the squad not just the first 11 because the whole squad is definitely going to be used Um, I think you saw an example of that uh, With Jaran Shakiri starting in the Liverpool game Um, Maybe even Meza Erzal, although I think he's got other issues, but the fact that they left him out for the Tottenham game Um, So yes, it's it's quite a good indicator in my opinion uh, of where your team might end up um, at the end of the year packed a packed schedule uh, there's some big, big games coming up as well um, I know Wednesday, another big one Man United-Arsenal um, I think Liverpool have got Man United as well on the 16th um, I think there's even a Chelsea Is there a Chelsea? Is there a big Chelsea game? I don't know, I can't remember But I know there's Liverpool, Man City straight after the new year as well um, So yeah, a couple of huge, huge games um, During this time of football now, what I actually also wanted to talk about rather um, is about the new winter break. This what's well, not a winter break; it's just a it's just a break that's going to come into force in the 2019-2020 season. Uh, so, unlike the other major European leagues, uh, there won't be any there won't be a stop of the football during Christmas and New Year's. That's still going to carry on as normal, uh, but there will be like a ten day break in February. Uh, which is interesting, I guess the Premier League kind of agrees that it's quite I- iconic to uh, the Premier League this festive period. And that if you got rid of it, you know, it takes some of that shine away from the Premier League. It's unique in many ways, you know, the best league in the world, obviously, without a doubt. Uh, attract some of the best players, It'll definitely attract all the best managers. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a, that was a great decision by the FA there. Um, to make sure that they do have a have a break because you know fair enough players need a little bit of a break midway through the season or halfway through the season uh, just to recuperate get them going again and hopefully that will mean for us as viewers uh, you know less injuries to our favorite players Um, and then in like uh, the bigger picture if you like the obviously there's a lot of talk about how it will help the England team um, in major tournaments um, well, upcoming major tournaments. Although to be fair, you know they did pretty well this year, so it's probably not got too much to do with the fact that we play a lot of football during this season and we don't have a break. Um, but nevertheless, I mean it can't it can't hurt, right? It can't hurt them to have a bit of a break, uh, recuperate, refresh, and then go again uh, for the second half of the season. So I think it's a good good shout by them, good shout by the FA, especially that they've taken it into consideration. Like like I just said, the fact that it's quite iconic, um, the fact that the Premier League has games during Christmas Eve and, uh, Christmas Eve? <laughs> uh, Boxing Day, sorry, um, New Year's Day, uh, and I think that's very, very important that they keep that. But yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on the matter? What do you guys think? Do you think it's that we should not have any football during the holiday period? Uh, do you think that maybe the holiday period should just be that time to spend with your family and do all those kind of things not think too much about your Premier League team and how well or how bad they're doing Um, or do you think that like me um, that is quite an iconic thing it's quite unique to the Premier League and that's what helps it stand out also obviously other factors like I said best league in the world uh, best managers uh, but do you think that that is a big big factor in standing out or standing head head and shoulders above the other European leagues um, are Christmas slash new year's calendar Uh, the other thing that's quite interesting you know obviously you hear a lot about these managers that find it difficult to adjust um, to playing in this festive period I think Pep Guardiola complained about his first year it's 21 hours that is the time yes Uh, (laughs) sorry about that Uh, but yeah Pep Guardiola complained about it in his first season Jurgen Klopp did the same thing Uh, but now they've adjusted to it you know They can understand a bit more. It's a, it's a different challenge for players as well as managers coming in from new leagues as well. And it makes it much more exciting, man. This, these like matches back to back to back, some of them are huge games as well. And, and like I said, it is a very interesting time of year. And one that could determine the fate of your club at the end of the season. So interestingly enough, um, the Premier League isn't the only big league that has games during this festive period over in America. The NFL has a couple of, well, has two weekends actually, one on the 22nd and one on the 30th, so either side of Christmas. Uh, still their regular season but the good thing about the NFL um, is that straight immediately after the new year the playoffs start so man, the sport just keeps coming at the start of the year which is pretty cool and obviously for those of you who know the playoffs huge the start of the road to the Super Bowl um, so yeah what a way to start the year huh? with those NFL playoffs um, also the NBA they have Christmas Day games which is pretty cool man um, they well not for the players I'm sure the players would rather be uh, with their families like we are all are celebrating but um, yeah they have some big Christmas Day games they got uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are gonna be at Boston That's a huge game. That's a big game in the East. Uh, The LA Lakers made it back onto the Christmas uh, day viewing. Thanks to LeBron James. They're going to be hosting the Golden State Warriors. Um, uh, This next one probably should be bigger than it is because Houston are rubbish right now. uh, Probably isn't. But OKC visit Houston. Um, And New York. They have a game as well. They're they're at home to probably the second best team in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um so yeah, man, those are the other big sporting organizations that have a have a scheduled um games and stuff during this festive period. I think it's pretty cool, man. I mean obviously for the players they'd rather be at home with their families and whatnot, enjoying uh Christmas and, and New Year's, but you know, they get paid a hell of a lot of money. Uh, so if I'm getting paid that kind of money, I don't mind Mr. Christmas, man. I'll I'll join in with the rest of the team or the rest of the family rather a bit later on uh, if I'm getting paid those dollars. Um, but yeah, man, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a, It's interesting to think about. Maybe if you were in that situation, how mm-hmm. would you feel? Would you really care? Would it be hard to concentrate on that day? You know, would you be thinking about all that lovely food at home, those presents that you have to open. Uh, would you be thinking about spending time with your family? Would you be fully concentrated on the game in hand? Um, obviously, the lead-up to the game as well, the preparation is not going to change. So that time is spent with the team instead of your family, maybe. Uh, so it's interesting. If, uh, if you were a professional athlete, how would you feel about it? Would it be something that you'd like uh, to take part in? Like I said, it's pretty iconic, man, to, to get to... Uh, do that kind of thing, especially in the NBA. There's only a selected few teams uh, that get to play on Christmas Day, um, and more often than not, it's the best teams or the teams that bring in the most viewers, if you like. Um, so it's kind of an honor as well. Um, but if you were a professional athlete, would you want to play on Christmas Day? Uh, would you want to get yourself mentally prepared instead of enjoying the Christmas festivities? Um, if you're a Premier League player, you know, the, it doesn't really stop, does it? I mean, christmas and then new year's day straight after as well i think there's a game in between if i'm not mistaken um so yeah there's a lot of stuff going on if you're a premier league player how do you think that would affect you uh, mentally as well as physically because let's say you just overrate, or do you have to watch what you eat can you not really enjoy it as much all these little factors come into play if you're a professional athlete but have a think let me know let me know drop me a message hit us up on the instagram hit us up on the email as well both vii underscore training at hotmail.com and the same name for the instagram page also twitter as well all right when i come back there is another little christmas jingle by the way just to break up the segment so i know you're looking forward to that um but but after that we're gonna have shout out of the week and a couple of those honorable mentions (music) jingle bells an absolute classic fantastic christmas song right there uh um, i got enough of these so don't worry we're not gonna run out i'm sure we'll just i'll probably just keep doing it until christmas is over i'll uh, keep throwing them in there you know jingle bells actually makes me think of that christmas film i don't know why um uh, it's called uh, jingle all the way is it called jingle all the way with arnold schwarzenegger where he has where he dresses up as that toy I'm sure you know the one I'm talking about. But yeah, for some reason it makes me think of that. I don't know why. It's a great film though. So make sure you check that out during this festive period. Um, Alright, shout out of the week. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to give it to this guy. For a number of reasons. So, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang gets my shout out of the week. Firstly, because he's the top goal scorer in the Premier League. Which is a good achievement, especially with the amount of talentness around at Man City and Liverpool. You know, everyone's giving all that hype to Mo Salah. Seems like a one-hit wonder, a one-season wonder, rather. And I said that last year as well. I know I said it to all those Liverpool fans. Stop getting gassed. Just wait. Let him do it two in a row and then we can talk about it. But anyways, that's besides the points. Pierre-Emerick O'Bamian gets my shout-out of the week. Ten goals so far this season, leading the Premier League. Um, the other reason is because I had a conversation with um, my mate Kish uh, the other day, and uh, we were talking about uh, we were talking about Aubameyang, but then I started talking about Borussia Dortmund players and how they don't really cut it when they leave um, Dortmund and go to a different club. Um, so, for example, uh, Shinji Kagawa when he went to Man United didn't really make the grade there. Um, Henrik Mkhitaryan, same thing. Uh, he's at Arsenal still, probably not as good as he was when he was at Dortmund. Um, Mario Gertz is another good example went to Bayern Munich didn't really do anything now he's back at Dortmund um, and I'm sure there's a few others I can think of even like uh, Gundogan I know he's at Man City but it's hard for him to even get in the team to be honest so can't really say he's playing at the same kind of level um, but the only one I could honestly think of was um, Lewandowski who's doing his thing at, um, at Bayern Munich sorry and I think it's fair enough or safe to say that Aubameyang is in that kind of anomaly category if you like who who is doing what he was doing at Dortmund a different club because he's been pretty special for Arsenal I think 27 appearances 20 goals uh, which is a very very good record um, and he looks the part as well man he looks the part he looks like a quality striker um, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of him to be honest should be should be a good good year for arsenal thanks to that guy especially if he continues on the on like the vein of form that he's got right now uh but yeah my shout out of the week pierre emmerich obamiang actually fun story about him the first time i ever saw him play football or took notice of him to be honest uh, was when we had the olympics here in 2012 and uh i went to see the game um and he was, uh, I think he represents Gabon. It was probably the worst game of football I've ever seen. But, nevertheless, Pierre was there. So, shout out to him. Shout out of the week, in fact, to Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Alright, you know what's next. Okay, so the Honourable Mentions this week. Uh, The first two are going to go to Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury for an epic heavyweight clash in Los Angeles on the weekend. Like I said, man, it was an absolute beast of a performance from Tyson Fury. A defensive masterclass, if I do say so myself. Um, There's a song, isn't it? If I do say so myself, something like that. Anyways, um, yeah, man, he was he was unbelievable, man. Weaving, ducking, diving, it was just incredible to watch. Um, and he deserved to win, obviously ended in a draw, but in my opinion, he deserved to win it, and in many others' opinion too. He actually probably just deserved to win it for the fact he got back up off the canvas in that 12th round after he took that absolute battering, that right and left, I think it was, from Wilder. That knocked him clean out but he got back up man that was impressive um, so yeah those two get the first honourable mentions um, another honourable mention is definitely going to go to Jimmy Butler so if you checked out the Instagram page which you should have um, I put him up there last week bit of a mo- uh, Monday motivation I think he was uh, but he's having a he's, he's playing a good bit of basketball over there since the trade to the 76ers um, those guys are 8-2 and two in their last 10 games so not too bad for him um, and the last honourable mention is gonna go to Drake's team the Toronto Raptors who hold the number one spot in the east, 1-8 on the bounce Kawhi Leonard is doing Kawhi Leonard things uh, they're playing some really good basketball man really good basketball um, so yeah that, oh, those are my honorable mentions for this week. Alright, last part of the show coming up where we do a bit of the randomness stuff, the miscellaneous part. Uh, but before that, let's get in that festive mood. <laughs> Oh man, I think I need to cut it out. I'm gonna lose my Christmas spirit before the day comes, man. I've only just started December. Um, <laughs> uh, but to be fair, I've only got what maybe two, two of these, two of these episodes, three of these episodes, two after this, I think, before Christmas. So oh, I might as well make the most of it. it only happens once a year, eh? Right? Uh, all right. Anyways, let's get back on topic. So. If you have been following the show, which I'm sure you have been, over the last couple of weeks, I've been having a taste of all these festive lattes uh, about the place. I just finished Costa Coffee last week. Um, I think the gingerbread one was a favorite of mine, I think. might be making it up, but have a listen to the previous episode. You'll find out which one was my favorite. Um, This week, anyway, headed over to Starbucks, got myself a little Christmas brulee. Latte, I think I said that right. Um, yeah, man, it was a, uh, it was alright. It was quite, it was quite different actually. The first taste of it, I wasn't expecting, um, exactly what I got. Actually, there was a, this lady kind of topped it up with something. I asked her what it was. She said it was a creme brulee twinkle. I was like what the hell is that, uh, <laughs> I didn't say that, I was thinking it then, uh, I did ask her what it was and she was like, it's a kind of like a spiced blend uh, that includes cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger and clove, so it did have kind of a, like a spicy taste to it uh, to begin with, a, a bit like, i got kind of a pumpkin latte feel to it, um, but then towards the end it was very, very sweet and very sugary and then Literally at the bottom, that's where all the syrup was. So yeah, that was a bit sweeter than I thought it would be, but wasn't too bad, nevertheless. Wasn't wasn't too bad. Uh I think I'm gonna hit hit up that Toffee Nut one for next week's episode. Um I th- I don't know what the third one is, to be honest. Uh I might not go for all three, I might try something a bit different, because they are a bit similar to the Costa Coffee ones. I might try and find something a bit different. If you guys know of anything that's out there, that's a bit different to Costa and Starbucks, something a bit unique let me know I'll go in and locate it, track it down um, and we'll talk about it next week um, alright, the other thing that I wanted to talk about <clears throat> during this random part, so I came across um, I think I heard it on the news actually there's a there's a film uh, called Tiger uh, and it stars a Canadian Indian called Prem Singh uh, and it's quite interesting this so this film is based i think it's based on a true story if i'm not mistaken um basically uh long story short if you like i'll try and break it down for you um so this guy anger issues walk into a boxing gym um obviously finds his mentor as you do um the, the the mentor who's played by mickey Rourke actually um so he tells him that you've got a bit of talent we can make something happen um but in his efforts to, you know, go to the top of the boxing world or what have you, um, the American Boxing Commission uh, deny him a license, I believe, until he or tells him he can't fight, basically, until he shaves off his beard. Um, so then there's this whole other dynamic or this whole other fight, if you like, um, where he has to uh, think about his religious beliefs and how much they mean to him and you know, try and kind of weigh up what he should do whether he should continue with this uh boxing career or should he give it up uh because they're asking him to shave his beard off um and it's obviously it's against his uh religion Sikhism so it's quite interesting the trailer looked pretty good i've read a couple of reviews um it is it is quite an interesting watch i think it is out on Net- or it will be out on Netflix or Amazon Prime one of the two uh pretty soon um but yeah, it looks like a like a decent watch, not too bad, not too bad. Um, anything else on the randomness section this week? Let me have a quick look. Um, no, I think that's it, that's it really. Um, so yeah, oh, actually, what we're going to do as well, sorry, I totally forgot I have it written down as well, it's crazy. Um, so what we're going to do as well, at the end of each episode, we're going to have a look at a film that is perceived as a Christmas film now I got this idea from a couple of my friends Natasha and Kishan um, so we we're talking about what constitutes a Christmas movie now I think what what constitutes a Christmas movie um, definitely has to have a Christmas tree in it Christmas decorations, a Christmas party um, I think those are kind of the main ingredients really, what else do you need? Um, If you guys can think of what you think would constitute a Christmas movie, let me know. Hit me up on that email, hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you like, man. Let me know what you think constitutes a Christmas movie. Uh, But basically, we were talking about Die Hard, and obviously that is a Christmas movie. I don't know why you wouldn't think it was. It does have a Christmas party, check that box. Does it have a Christmas tree, check that box. Uh, Does it have decorations, check that box. It also has uh, a dead guy with a Santa's hat, so check that box as well, <laughs> um, but yeah man, that is definitely a Christmas movie, I think there are a couple of people out there who've obviously lost their mind and they don't look at Die Hard as a, a Christmas movie, but oh well they've got a long life ahead of them, but <laughs> now I'm messing around, each to their own, uh, but anyway yeah, so at the end of each episode until Christmas, we're going to have a look at one movie and have a little discussion or I'll tell you what I think whether it is or it isn't and obviously love your guys' feedback on that specific movie alright peeps that'll do it for episode 14 a much enjoyable one obviously with a little bit of that festive spirit sprinkled into it Um, next week honestly I'm not sure what's going on next week in terms of our episode title or what the main part is but Um, when i do i'll probably drop it on instagram and that way you guys can find out what's coming up on episode 15 all right guys have a fantastic week christmas is coming up make sure you get all your shopping done uh even try one of these festive lattes actually kind of gets you in the mood um but yeah i will see i'll speak to you guys next week see ya